Welcome back to the Grida Mari podcast. I'm your host, Maria. I want to acknowledge that I have not been around here for a couple of months now. Life has taken me through some turns, unexpected turns and not so unexpected terms. Nonetheless, I am back and I am ready to roll. If you are new to this podcast, I am Maria and I am a psychotherapist that I like to share with you information that I usually see a theme um, with my clients. I'm still active. I have a private practice and um, active in therapy. You know, I'm I'm not retired or anything. So um, there are some themes that I see week to week um, with my clients and Obviously, it is Christmas time. It is a holiday time here in the United States and um, or all over the world, depending on what religion you practice. And so right now is a very difficult time. And today I'm going to talk with you about grief and loss and mourning over the holidays. So what exactly is grief? You know, and grief is a strong, overwhelming, overwhelming emotion or emotions that no matter where the sadness stems from, right? Because the sadness can come from the, you know, grieving the loss of, of a death, you know, the loss of, a, of someone, a social loss, you know, like the end of a relationship, end of friendship, an end of a job. A terminal you know receiving a terminal diagnosis the loss of a home the loss of a place no matter what loss it is there is a bond that we as human create with this thing place person that no longer exists and because it doesn't exist that bond that attachment doesn't exist there is a grieving process there is a response and the response tends to be a very it tends to be like a sense of a deep sorrow and usually this response is internal right that is the grieving process is internal and the loss of losing someone you know or something that can no longer be found and so the mourning part of it is the expression of that sorrow the expression that a lot of people don't see or a lot of the expression that some people see but they choose to ignore and it's needing the witness right needing someone which it has to do with attachment theory and being validated and being acknowledged and witnessed and mirrored in regards to the mourning process, which is crying, you know, whether you choose to cry or you isolate or you need to talk about the loss or you're doing it, whether you're talking about it or you're avoiding it. But grief can be normal you know, after someone dies, you can be expecting, which is like an anticipatory grief. 
you're expecting someone, you're waiting for that someone to die. And that anticipatory grief can last years, you know, like you've been taking care of this, of your loved one for 10 years, 20 years, and then they pass. But nonetheless, or it could be anticipatory where, you know, you're waiting, they could be dying any day now. But those two grieving processes are, are different and similar. So wherever you find yourself in this grieving process, I'm sorry that you're going through this grieving process because this grieving process of a loved one is very, very difficult and beautiful at the same time. So during the last couple of years, because we've all as a collective have experienced an extraordinary amount of grief, the loss of jobs, the loss of how life it used to be. Remember when, you know, we were supposed to be like two weeks of this, you know, and stay home so we can flatten the curve, you know, so the loss of how it used to be and the reality of how it is today. There's less social contact, even though we're still coming out of this COVID. Um, but interestingly enough, the loss of jobs or the anticipatory grief of a loved one may not be acknowledged as grief. You know, you may hear people say, quote unquote, well, you can always get another job, you know, or you can, you can go to any grocery store you know, this is a, a loss that I experienced, you know, because I love my Puerto Rican food and I love my Puerto Rican staples. And where I where I was in Washington, there was none of that. So that was a loss that I was experiencing while I was living there. And so it's very difficult to hear food is food. Food is not food. It's not the same. Losses aren't the same. And they're not dead yet. Right. You might hear someone say when your loved one was or is about to die, because some of my clients right now are waiting for a loved one to pass and they've heard this. Well, they're not dead yet. What are you crying for? There's a lot of loss and there's a lot of grief in that. And there's a lot of grief in hearing someone, another love, another loved one say, what are you crying for? They're not dead yet. That's hard. And so these are triggers, right? These are triggers and a death is very traumatizing. And so today I'm going to focus on just the loss of a loved one. There are many losses, many different types of loss. But today I'm just going to focus on the loss of a loved one. And I'll talk about grieving relationships some other time, but not today. Grief can bring out a lot of confusion. It can bring out a lot of anger, sadness, a lot of weird emotions that you may have never experienced before. Or maybe you have, but they somehow feel different. Whatever you're feeling, my friend, right now, it's okay. It's okay to feel whatever it is that you're feeling. This is the time for you to remember to extend so much compassion to yourself during this time. It is very hard. I want you to continue to keep your loved ones alive, especially when other family members think that you quote unquote should 
be over your sadness and or you quote unquote should be over it it's not about them you heal as you heal there's absolutely no time frame whatever you're feeling however you're doing it it's okay I want you to start saying to yourself you know like when you go to your families get together this holiday season you know like so and so's favorite dish was this you know pecan pie or a pernil or arroz con pollo or whatever it is that that you're um, eating or serving this this holiday season you know to this day like this is I'll share I'm always sharing some personal stuff here so I remember to this day when I got together with my family and then we're dancing and someone one of us will bust out dancing like my mom and it cracks us up because we know exactly who we're dancing like and I also want to remind you that this is the time of self-forgiveness self-forgiveness is extremely essential for healing the difference between anticipatory grief well at least one difference difference is that between anticipatory grief and sudden grief is that you don't get to say goodbye when it's sudden when they die when your loved one dies suddenly and you're not expecting it you don't get to say goodbye but even then during anticipatory grief some of us are consumed with denial you know or denial and fear and don't get to say goodbye and don't want to say goodbye and then later on you may feel guilty or confused or you know you kind of like want to punch yourself in the head or something like that because you know I should have I should have I should have and you know what you did the best that you could with what you know you know at the time and one of the things that I always express and um, share with my clients is that and I also want to remind you that I am not by any means telling you how to do your grieving or I'm not your therapist or anything like that. Um, don't want you to think that I am or anything. But one of the things that I always advise or share is that there is beauty and there is celebration in regards to death. And, and take that time, you know, to take that time to have that last conversation. Because one of the things that you don't want is regret regret sucks ass and you know whatever you choose is fine and I also want to do a little side note here because some of us choose not to say goodbye you know some of us choose not to say goodbye because the person that's dying you know you didn't have a good relationship with that person but not saying goodbye or saying goodbye or whatever it is may or may not complicate your healing process it may stall it it may not but can you still heal after this absolutely you can heal like it's it's okay and one of the things too is that I want you to remember to be yourself grieving is a lot grieving is traumatizing losing someone is traumatizing acknowledging and coming to the realization that this person isn't here anymore is traumatizing it hurts like fucking hell 
and you're going to ruminate. You're going to be sad. You're going to be angry. You're going to have questions. You're going to ask yourself why. You're not going to be able to come up with a good enough excuse or answer to your questions. There aren't any. Ask yourself this question, though. What am I going to? Or what have I lost now that my loved one is gone? You know, there's a lot of loss. And lean into that loss. Don't run from it. It's going to sneak up on you. Don't run from the sadness. Walk to it gently. Feel it as you need to feel it. It's also okay if you find yourself repeating the scenario in your head over and over again. A specific conversation that you had with this person. It's usually the last conversation. That's why I always, always suggest to have that goodbye conversation with your loved ones because it's usually the one that you remember most. It's okay to feel distracted. It's okay for you to want to help others. If your loved one died of an illness that could have been avoided, it's okay that you want to tell the world, hey, don't do that. It's okay to share. It's okay to not share. It's okay to not want to be around people that just don't fucking get it, man. It's fucking sucks, but it's true. It's okay if you're experiencing shock, if you're confused, if you're in disbelief. It's okay if you're feeling sadness, of course. It's also okay if you freaking choose to smile every once in a while. And it's okay to feel anger too. And it's okay to go from one emotion to the next. It's okay to be anxious. You may have difficulty sleeping. You just lost someone dear. It's okay to feel regret, guilty. And something that people may not expect is somatic pains, you know, physical pains. Healing takes time. And as much time as it takes, it's going to take as much time as it takes. And you're also going to be triggered. You're not going to know your triggers because you've never lost this person before. And death is traumatizing. Anniversary dates are going to come. You're going to listen to a piece of music that might remind you of them. There's going to be places that you went together. There's going to be people, conversations, and it gets easier and easier as time goes by. You're going to experience denial. Are they really gone? Like, really? They were just here yesterday and today is gone. That is a huge mindfuck. Huge. It was one of the biggest mindfucks that I ever experienced once my mother died. You're going to ruminate. You're not going to be able to stop thinking about them. You're going to feel guilty. Could I have saved them? Could I have done something? Could I have said something? You're just going to be confused. 
whatever you're feeling, it's okay. It's totally okay. I'm going to leave you with this. I hope this was hopeful. I hope that it brings you something, anything. I just want to validate your experience. And that's okay. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing these podcasts. Thank you for continuing to listen to these podcasts while I've been gone. Um, Taking care of myself because I'm human, just like you. I need to step away sometimes. Um, But nonetheless, I am back and I'm glad to be back. I hope, I hope, I hope that your heart heals. I'll talk to you next Friday. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Oh, before I go, I want to read something to you that came my way, and I want to share it with you. And it's written, this is from Dr. Kristen Neff, and she uh, talks about self-compassion. Painful feelings are, by their very nature, temporary. They will weaken over time as long as we don't prolong or amplify them through resistance or avoidance. The only way to eventually free ourselves from debilitating pain, therefore, is to be with it as it is. The only way out is through. I hope that this podcast has brought you some peace, just a little bit. See you soon.